Hi, Dima, how are you? Hi, Arba, I'm good. Good, good. I'm just grabbing my tea. I'll be right there. Is it just us? I like the purple. It's not. It's the camera. I don't know what happened. I can't hear you. Can't hear me? Let me see. Hmm. I'm going to leave and come back. It might be mine. Okay. I could hear you on my cell, but now I can't. I gotta love technology. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's try that again. Okay. Hi, Kelly. Hello. I still can't hear you. You cannot hear how interesting. I can hear you. you can't hear me? I, I can. I can yeah, hear you. We, we can hear you. You can't hear us? No. Okay. Maybe it's just me. Maybe you can do the audio on your cell since that worked. She did. She's already been out and back. Can you hear us? She can't hear us, but we can hear her. Okay. Oh, well, you don't need to hear us. <laughs> you don't need to hear us anyway. Just talk. Did you, Kelly, did you read um, how far in the manual for teachers have you read? Oh, I just did what I said. We'd, I'd do the, yeah. I didn't realize it'd be such a big thing. Also, we've got for prep, for prep practitioner, we've also got a lot of reading. Like I, I'm catching up because somewhere how I wasn't added to the program by the time I'd realized I'd already had a session and anyway. You're, you're doing prayer practitioner and spiritual counseling? Yeah. yeah. Well, they go wow. hand in hand. Really. They go hand in hand. So is they Amanda. Do. They do. So I just can't imagine yeah. doing both of them. Because yeah. I don't know why they didn't give us um, Joel Goldsmith, The Art of Spiritual Healing. Uh-huh. I think that's a real a real good one for this but I, I went ahead and read um, or reread one, two, let's see, where did I get to? Who are they? Who are their pupils? Yes, who else? What are the levels of teaching? So the next one I'll start is characteristics of God's teachers. So I can, if you want to discuss any of the earlier parts, I can do. That's yeah, okay. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Oh, good. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes, it was diverting through my headset. That was the problem. How many times have you done that? I've done that a few times. <laughs> I don't hear anything. And then meanwhile, it's playing on the speaker in my son's room. Exactly. Exactly. So did you guys pray in while I was gone? Nope. All right. Did someone choose to pray in? Well, Kelly's a prayer practitioner. Maybe that would be good. <laughs> oh, okay. Now you've set a standard. <laughs> All right. I can pray in. All right. Let's place our hands and our hearts. 
grateful to join together the two or more that are gathered here to remember ourselves as healed and whole, to remember ourselves as divine beings of God, God expressing in us, through us and as us, setting our intention today, ease and grace. Whatever needs arise will arise, allowing and receiving and sharing these benefits with everyone because we're one. In gratitude, we let this healing be. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Very nice. Yeah, just three of us. I start out by saying we had our grief uh, meeting tonight, and there was a lady that popped back on at the end. She was She's new. And she asked about getting a spiritual counselor. And when I recommended she look at the website, she rejected that. And she, she said that you know, what she kind of wanted was us to match her with somebody. So I thought I would bring that to you guys and, and tell you a little bit about what her issues are and see if you can help me match her to someone. And then whoever that person is that we all, maybe if we can get a sense of who that would be, then we'll reach out to her. So her name is Diane Eisenman and she's, I'd say she's probably in her sixties. I'm not quite sure, but she's been, you know, Diane. So she's been a, she's been a care. She was a caretaker for her sick and ailing husband for five or six years. So when her husband passed, um, she now is living with a sense of kind of trying to figure out who she is again. She's in a state of maybe trans transforming back to she got very lost and was very dedicated to taking care of him but and she feels a sense of relief you know and like an opening but she would like support she's very drawn to the course of miracles and would like to be able to draw from that so um does that sound like anybody in particular in the program would match with her maybe that I can make a recommendation. Uh, so Diane was in Finding Freedom, the last one I was a facilitator for. Oh, good. So you really know who she is. And I just spoke with her recently, and we talked about her husband passing. And actually, Sean hosted the service for Yeah, she mentioned that. Yeah. So... Diane is aware I'm a counselor, Steve is a counselor, Sean, um, she has also interacted with Lori as well. Um, interacted as far as in counseling? Yes, Lori gave her an activation session. So, so. I was thinking there's a, um, there's a lady in our group, um, Deb, um, mm-hmm. Cluder. She's not a spiritual counselor, but she does transformational, like healing touch type things. I don't know a whole lot about it. And I ask her if, you know, I I don't know that Diane is looking for a Jennifer Hadley spiritual counselor necessarily, or, you know, I was trying to feel her out a little bit, but, you know, she didn't, she wasn't very, she wasn't giving me much to go with, you know, for so I could refer, I mean, Deb is, is, Deb can take her on, or if you, and or, if you guys think. 
I don't, you know, I don't know if she's, well, do you, is your sense of her is that she'll be challenging as a client? Could be. Could be challenging. Um, okay. Is Sue, is Sue going to be a, is Sue Parbury going to be a spiritual counselor? Not that I know of. Okay. So, I think that she'd, she'd be good with her. Because well, Sue, look, Sue has been in grief a lot, a, a lot of grief about things and understands grief very, very well. Yeah, yeah Diane, not- with her conversation, she was saying that she really felt this healing since he passed and that um, she feels, you know, way more loving and feels connected that, to him that they're communicating on the other side. So, so we, we talked quite a bit. Um, I only, I'm having hesitancy about what to recommend because one of the things that I sensed about her, and it's not so much that she's difficult per se, but, you know, the willingness to put herself in the position to connect with spirit and to do some of the work in terms of seeking out a counselor as opposed to someone else doing that work for her. And then she's able to say, well, that didn't work or this doesn't. Well, you know what, isn't that sort of maybe um, a symptom of, you know, feeling like you don't know who you are? Like you might not even realize how to search. So maybe what I can tell her is, Maybe I can specifically give her the link and let her know that I'd be happy to discuss any of the people, but I really, we really felt like she needed to feel into the different bios and read and choose. That sounds step, like a step one in her count in her counseling work to choose. Yeah. Exactly, and and be you know, and then and if it if it doesn't work, and she wants to choose somebody else, she can do that too. Absolutely. Okay, sounds like a plan. That's my sense. That's what Jennifer always says to us: is to you know, because we are trusting that spirit is guiding each of us. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had a strong sense of a person that I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, we definitely would love to support each other in that we. Yeah, and I am going to, since Deb agreed that she could take her on for this healing touch work that she does, sort of transformational, um, out of grief and into something beyond grief. I don't know much about healing touch or how you would even do that, but I'll, so she'll have several things to choose from. That's wonderful. I'm glad. Healing touch is awesome. I didn't know Deb did it. So. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, Kelly, I saw you pop on right at the end when the facilitator oh, the wrong, the wrong room. room. I thought maybe you, because you had joined us that one time. So I didn't know. Um, I was like, oh, crap. No, there's five people here. Straight away, I could see that was not the right room. And then oh, when I went into you could have popped in and just said hi no problem and then when i stopped popped into jennifer's room and there were 55 people i thought oh my god the wrong room and then i went jesus there are 55 people in here it's crazy we did not have 55 people last year you know that would come that was so willing to come and so it's really great to see and lots of old timers back you know as well joe and laurel and 
Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, who's not here? Because Elizabeth was there. Elizabeth Welch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I've ever seen her here. At yeah, this. she came to the last one, didn't she, Dina? Wasn't she? Was she? No. It's hard to remember all these meetings I go to. I'm, they're all blending into one. <laughs> Sean was here. Sean Steve. and Steve and Sarah and maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. I had a migraine yesterday, so I um my brain still isn't exactly right. It just goes off. I, a bit. I saw your post about that. Did you have lights? Were you seeing lights in one eye, kind of sparkly movement? Oh, uh, I just get I just get things around around like an aura aura but is it from both eyes or one uh i would say it's my right eye yeah but yeah i had something like that mine was more like sparkly and it and it went on and they were they were calling it migraine like silent migraine and it ended up after i went to the um eye doctor i had had a blood clot in my eye don't say that I don't need that (laughs) well I mean it resolved itself and you know and all that and and I'm obviously okay but it was interesting that nobody thought that that could be what it was yeah and I found it no I had the same that's why I said yesterday um I can't even think of the word what is it the silent migraine but it's called a special name ocular ocular migraine Yeah. yeah I had that a year ago and they did all the tests. So they checked that it was just an ocular migraine. So yesterday I thought it was an ocular migraine, but actually it was the pre-migraine migraine that I didn't realise. So it took me six hours to realise this is actually a migraine and to take take some more stuff that was going to... Mm-hmm. Um, but I realised I lost all length. I lost my ability to read properly. I would look at stuff and the words would make no sense. So I would just isolate each word and I could read it by isolating each word. It was so strange. I looked oh, it up. Wow. That's scary. It happens in migraine. We can, you can just not be able to speak or understand. Yeah. So I feel a bit strange again today, but um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. really appreciating good health Uh, every time some little thing comes up and I realize ah I could be spending much more time just you know like the gratitude for the non-toothache so they say yeah yeah that's (laughs) but here um we just have a cyclone just off the coast and it might be the barometric pressure that's caused it because I'm one, I'm elevated, and two, we had rain all day, heavy rain all day yesterday, and I think it was, you know, you might be able to hear the river flowing. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, just just going, going, going. It stopped now because it's moved off the coast, but it might be back in a few days or we'll see. Well, how is um, how is everybody doing with their, well, not Araba, because she's already got certified, but how, yeah. Kel, how are you doing, Kelly, with your counseling? <laughs> um, terribly, terribly, nobody, I still not on, I have to give, I have written up a thing that I could put on the website, because I'm not on a website. Nobody knows that I'm a, a spiritual counselor in training, um, so you can't find any information. And... Um, it's just, yeah, 
Now you can um, trade as many sessions as you want with other counselors though. Yeah. 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 I could have actually done one the other day. I had some triggers. Um, anyway, this migraines happen. So you just wait till it settles down. I thought yeah, it was that, interesting. Yeah. Um, you were talking about ways. What's that? I really would like some clients though. It would yeah, help a lot. Um, I had this interesting, What I have a client for next Tuesday, and I really have heretofore sucked at getting clients. I just didn't really have any concept of how one did it. And they didn't seem to be drawn to the bio, but Scott was looking for somebody to start a, um, like a forgiveness letter, 40-day challenge, WhatsApp, and I just happened to be have time to do it. So I did it for him and was adding people and just paying attention and then somebody got freaked out, you know, and that happens when you're writing forgiveness letters. And um, I think it was Linda got on there and just said, well, remember we have spiritual counselors and they can support you. And then I kept, the next day I kept getting this sort of push to just say, well, I can, I have this time. And I really only counsel on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. That's really, unless if now I will let others counsel me on other days, but those are my days I count, I will counsel people. And um, so I decided I would just open up my 8.30 to 9.30. Just normally I'd be just doing nothing or reading or something. So I just offered and I said, no cost, you know, and I, just for the length of this 40-day challenge. So I did have somebody reach out to me and they're, um, they're going to come next Tuesday. And, you know, even if it's just one, it's sort of an interesting way to get a, to have a client. I would never have thought that, you know, just to be present when somebody has a need and, set out to make yourself available I wanted to know will they be paying you a love donation or free or no, I, I specifically said no charge for the 40 days and just I have just a couple of those Tuesdays at same slot and just you know for until the challenge is done yeah, but there's never it's not a charge because you're not charging them it's a well, love. We, we say love donation Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I just, I say no charge. Now, if, if the person wanted to make a love donation, that's fine. But I just, I don't know. Some people are constrained because they just, they feel like they can't afford counseling. So I just wanted to, I wanted to put it out there as a gift, like a gift, you know, a gift for that 40 day on Tuesdays at that specific time. So it's just one person, but, you know, it'll be practice for me and it'll help me earn some credit. Right. Absolutely. And um, she'll be an interesting client because she is specifically triggered by something very specific that she wrote and that came up for her. So it'll be challenging. I'll have to, I'll get experience learning how to allow for following that and helping her. Yeah. I think that the, the way to get clients in the community or or a couple things and one of them is just like you said is is just being present and available Mm -hmm. um you know the more people see you uh at things in the community the more they'll know you're a spiritual counselor and you say it uh those things help but definitely having your bio so uh when we met with jennifer we talked a little bit about that and Having your bio, having your picture, um, you send those things to me, we'll work on them. And then um, once they're nice and tight, uh, we'll get them on the website. And that's helpful just because if someone Googles you, 
or Google's Jennifer, or as Jennifer puts out the spiritual counseling page on Sundays, like Sundays with Spirit. Yeah, I've seen her do that before, but I've never had any anybody, you know, reach out to me in that. And then the other client that I have who's not in our community, somebody who came to my house two Christmases ago, and I was talking about being in the spiritual counseling program and just discussing it with her, and she made some kind of a connection between what I was saying and her boss who was freaking out. And she's like, oh, you need to contact Dina. She's, I think he told me, she said, she's different like you. <laughs> and she's, she's, does a special kind of counseling. So we've, I've had like five counseling sessions with him. That's excellent. Yeah. So there's, so there's the being matched by people kind of who know what you're doing, the, creating a circumstance, the switching with other counselors. And then are you also giving credit for um, when, when we help out with, or we help run facil as facilitators, do you still give credit for that? I did that with Rieko for as many times as both of us could do it for finding freedom. Well, that's part of the requirements. Yes, that you are, you facilitate at least two. Feels so well, I thought we were getting hours for that. Maybe it was just no. the requirement. Okay. It's fulfilling the requirement. You're required to do two finding freedom posses. Mm -hmm. were called circles before, but as part of fulfilling the certification requirement. Um, the other piece that sometimes gets missed is the prayer partnership. You're supposed to have a prayer partner within the program as well. Um, uh, I did miss that. So I've had prayer partners over the years when I've been in Masterful Living. Is that the prayer partnership? Is that enough? Or do I need a current prayer partner? Does that prayer partner need to be a spiritual counselor? Yes. Or who, who makes those matches? Nobody makes those matches. The spiritual counselors, you select a person and you work it out with another counselor. Um, typically, people have done it. Um, they've come from the intensive, right? And they've sort of paired up. So nobody actually matches you. I never, I never heard that. Even after the intensive, I didn't see or read that or hear that or, or possibly I missed it. Okay. Well, it's definitely listed as one of the requirements. Is to have how, a how do you prove that? That's a good question. Um, it, we document it. And then it's just, it's our honor system. So, um, but the requirement says that you're to have a prayer partnership with someone in the program through certification. So I have a prayer partnership with Joe. Is that okay? Because I'm in level two. And so we already have a prayer partnership. So you want to have, have as many prayer partners as you want. But just one is fine. This the is enough. The key is that for the spiritual counseling program, you need to have a prayer partner who's also another spiritual counselor. All right. So I'll probably have to check the list out and then see who's available. Is that, are, are you thinking that you're having these conversations once a week? There's What's not the a specific requirement like in the prayer um, guidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, when I've done it, I, Emily was mine, and we would do it roughly every week, every other week. Uh, so the frequency is, is up to you. Now, did you all, can you mix the spiritual counseling um, partner with, can you actually counsel each other? Oh, yes. So you, could, so you could do a two for one where you could 
let's exchange a weekly session and you're getting the credit and you're having this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, you, and sometimes it would be that, you know, we would exchange stuff sessions, but then we would pray for each other and maybe that would be, you know, a text or a, a very, you know, various ways that we would pray for each other, even if we didn't connect necessarily okay. have a call, but it's simply, you know, a, a way to stay connected with another counselor and to support each other through the program. Okay, good, good to have that known. Um, okay. So if you have something written, Kelly, and you want to share with the group, or you want to send it over to look at, or you want feedback, just let me know. I can share it now if you like. Okay. I know. Just get it off my drive. And I'll probably change it around. I thought, mm, I don't think I'll, it's too long maybe. This is what I had. I don't know if I wanted to say greetings. My name is Kelly and I've been in all of, all in for Jennifer's programs for the last couple of years. Do I want to say something about that or no? Just go straight to what you do. How about do all of it uh, so that we oh, can uh, get okay. a sense for it? I didn't know if you were going to display it on the screen or you're, you're going to speak it. Um, I don't think I can because I'm not the screen share. Am I? Can I? Sure you can. See, hang on. Everybody can share. Where did it just go? See it? No. Yeah, I've got trouble. This happened at Forgiveness Friday the other day, and I yes, must have. Sometimes you have to back out and come back in and click. No, on I think it, it's know? the first time I shared on Friday. On, I think that my I haven't got something set up for it. Okay. Uh, I don't know what... But you can see it? Yeah, I can see that it's sharing, but it's not. So I think that my new computer has not got something going. I have to let it... Anyway, um, just getting... So I, I have that problem too sometimes, and then usually if I get out of the screen share and then click on the document or whatever it is and then come back in, it'll then people will say they can see it. Not sure why. So if you are going to share screen and you can see your various screens, right? When you go to share screen. You can see black, right? It's what see they black. Yeah, if you give tell me that they can see black. Well, when you click on share screen, Kelly, do yeah. all of your open screens show up on Zoom to you? Uh yeah, the desktop, whiteboard, iPhone, you know, all those and then things. Which one did you select? Did you select the one that the document is on? Yeah, desktop one. Oh. Um, yeah, select the one where that has the document itself and then share screen. That yeah. work? No, but that's <laughs> is that new? Is that a new thing? Because I always used to just share my screen and it shared my screen. Oh, yeah, no, you have to share the specific one but 
All right. Thank you. Now I know. Okay. So my name is Kelly and I've been in all, all in for Jennifer's programs for the last couple of years. I have a son starting school this year and I recently changed our lives completely and up and moved to North Queensland, Australia, where I've been called now for a few years. So grateful for my willingness to allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me so I can open up and be, be truly helpful. Are you being called to do something you think is not possible for you? It is. <laughs> so I don't think I'll write that. I just, that was my first draft. I have a special interest in helping people survive and thrive narcissistic abuse. If you don't know what narcissistic abuse looks like, it's often long-term relationship patterns of psychological, emotional, spiritual, and sometimes financial and or sexual abuse. It could be a mother or a father, a sister or a brother, a spouse or partner, an employee, an adult child, a minister in a church, or a spiritual leader. Anyone where you find you're walking on eggshells, worrying too much about what you think and how they will see you, devoting your entire life to pleasing them and or seeking their validation. Perhaps you get the sense your reputation is being smeared or you feel burdened by others' lies and secrets or you're just so angry at yourself for for falling for and remaining addicted to the false story and are bent on not allowing someone else to get away with what you experienced. I've been there and you can step out of this story and into a powerful and purposeful life too. I've learned it's, well, this is again, I probably don't need this bit. I've learned it's never about the other person. It's always about our willingness to have our stories heard so that we can leave them behind and clearly hear our own inner guidance, which you have heard if you are on this page. You have willingness and willingness is what gets this healing done. I know Holy Spirit has led and guided me to be a spiritual counsellor to see the truth in others so that they can see it in themselves. Narcissistic abuse is often about fighting over truth. But true truth is much deeper than you can imagine. And I would be honoured to hold your space, that space for you while you have this realisation for yourself. Please reach out if you are stuck in your story and need it to be heard, allowed and accepted so we can move forward together in peace and deep gratitude. Many blessings to you. Yeah, so there's a lot there and I thought, oh, it's a bit too much. I don't need to go on about Jennifer. And I know it's like, why explaining what narcissistic abuse is because lots of people don't know what it is called and uh, they don't know that it actually is a thing and it looks like this it's it's appearances like that but that's how you feel and when you feel that way it's 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 a good thing that you might be in a relationship a long-term relationship of um maybe in there it should be something about the balance of power but it's in a you're in a power struggle you're in a power relationship and uh and i know that i was very stuck for three years four years so i'm really focusing on the people that know they're stuck know they're stuck um want to get out and don't know how to get out don't know how to get free don't know how to release that person uh they might have been stuck for years. That may be a good opening line. What you just said, have that first, maybe. What's that? The part about being stuck, don't know how to get out. And then sort of uh, very, very specifically, like if a person's browsing through and they're like, oh yeah, man, I'm stuck. stuck. Yeah, then you, that could be one. You could be a really good one. (laughs) In a toxic relationship because uh, so many people are in stuck in a toxic relationship, whether it's, you know, like I said, husband, wife, 
child, brother, sister, employer, um, church member, mm-hmm. somewhere where there's a power and someone has power over them and they don't know how to get out because they don't know their own strength. And, well, they don't know where true strength comes from, true power, where it lies and it only lies with God. Um, yeah. My, my interest is really working with people being narcissistically abused. I don't really have an interest in working outside of um, maybe that will happen in time and now and then there might be someone who comes, but I really want to work with people who, who want to become unstuck. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of people who do feel stuck. That's, that's a major, I mean, I don't know that it's that people always think it's about narcissistic relationship, but I've heard a lot of people talk about being stuck. Mm. I don't know whether you would want to broaden it a little bit to open up to just to other than narcissistic, if you have other areas that you think. I could not just skip the language and toxic relationship um, and not label it. But it is important that I think in a way people do know what I'm talking about, because some people might be looking specifically for someone who knows how to help people heal from narcissistic abuse because they know that they're in that relationship. So I don't, I want to be able to, that they identify that in me that, okay, I know, I know what I'm, I know what the label is. And, and, and they will also be coming with a label in their mind. Um, some of them, most of them, some of them won't, but some of them will. And, um, it's releasing those labels. That's ultimately what the healing is doing. But for the first, when I came across it, I remember being stuck in Jennifer's first five, six months, still stuck in that. But he's a narcissist. But he's a narcissist. How can, you know, how can I just let it go? I just can't let him go. He can't get away with that. I really couldn't switch the, switch the power back to myself and just kept giving it away. And it took, took quite a while. Which is, I think, uh, the girl that I talked about earlier looking for transformational healing, um, it's, I think she's trying to get her power back. She's given her power away. I mean, I, wouldn't, I don't know that that was a narcissistic relationship, but she certainly is trying to find her power. So, Kelly, maybe you might consider that the... The bio that you're putting on the Jennifer's website versus what you wrote really feels like what you would put on your own website, right? Mm. You have people for your own specialized niche and practice versus on Jennifer's, you just really want a blurb. You want more general and you want to be broader so that you have the, you know, this is really training, right? So you want to have the experience of as many different types of people as spirit sends you, you know, versus then you can also then move people into your own website who would be, um, who are very specific for that. So I know you had said you were interested in having a website built, right? And so what you wrote, no, yeah. Maybe. I don't I thought you did but, <laughs> but well, that, was, oh my God. <laughs> that was yeah. just the thought about because as I'm doing that too I'm like oh, okay like the bio here but then 
what you talked about was really in depth and was very specific and was clear your niche, right? And so those are the people you do want to find you now in the general community, though you are trying to get your hours done so that you can get experience working with different kinds of people and complete your certification. So that's just something to think about as well. Um, if you, it's hard for me to edit like listening but there were some really great pieces in there, like Dina had said about, you know, the toxic relationship. And there were a couple other areas that it was like, oh yeah, like stuck and just more general language. Um, the other thing is you probably want it to be about less than 400 words. Yeah, so. yeah, well, that, there's a couple of paragraphs there that I can tell about, you know, how I got, and if it had Lee or anything, it doesn't, it's not important. And also, who who are you? I mean, so the people won't, won't necessarily know who you are, so a little bit. And well, I, I, had spoke, a, I spoke a little bit about Jennifer and mine. I wouldn't necessarily rule that out. I did, yeah. too. Most people do, I think. Um, yeah. But that's not necessary. But, yeah, I mean, you're a mother. You're a, like, who are you? People how want did you, you. How did you even become a spiritual student? You know, that, that I did. But I did. I said through this is how I became, you know, through my experience, through it. Did you have like an awakening? Did you have a did you yeah, have a falling apart kind of thing? <laughs> you know, whatever that's called. A narcissist um, was my awakening. Uh-huh. And being being pregnant and going, Wow, this isn't the way someone loves someone, treats someone, that's really odd. And then realizing I was with someone who didn't give a crap. And then thinking, how can that be? How did I get fooled? How did I not see this? How did I not know? And, you know, beating myself up a lot. And then um, and then after three years, finally th- saying, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot do this anger anymore. And finally, Spirit said, great, you've just opened the door. Well done. You've made another choice. You've asked. So it sounds like you also have experience with dealing with anger, Um, people dealing with anger. That is probably something that would draw people towards you because there are a lot of people who aren't comfortable around angry people and they often feel like they don't have a place or a space to go. Hmm. I'm getting ready to rewrite mine. Um, I, more and more, I ha- I'm drawn towards manifestation and trying to understand what it is. And and I guess in a way, Kelly is kind of reclaiming the power, you know. So if I've done such a good job of manifesting and choosing bad things and things that were challenging, and so now I'm, I'm trying to learn it the other way. And I do find that this, um, that the people I work with seem to have that same, well, we get to that point where we're looking at the highest vision for their life and things like that. I, I feel drawn to that with them. And they're, you know, they're wanting to go on and these other, and I, then to get them to return to that highest vision of their life. And then, well, how do you do, how do we, how can we get you there? What can you let go of? What can you embrace? What, you know, that's Jennifer's, um, goal setting kind of I think is what she's called what she calls it and I find it coming up more and more in counseling sessions 
So I think that's, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, I'm fine tuning what I'm, my interest is in how do we get out of this junk, you know, to get on. So it's a little bit like this unstuckness, you know, what, what am I, what have, am I still doing and what thoughts, you know, the power of the thoughts, what are the sticky thoughts and what am I allowing, not being vigilant with. So that, that is, I'm seeing that really, and, and fascinating. So when I do sessions now, I'm actually, I'm seeing my own possibilities for healing through having those discussions. So that's, I didn't really experience that in the first year, I guess, when I did the spiritual counseling program, I didn't have the finesse or the interest or something. So now that's changing. How many have you done? Yeah. I'm probably halfway through. I, I need to get back in and count. And the guy that uh, I haven't had the guy fill anything out yet. So because he's a non-traditional spiritual student, I felt a little uncomfortable asking him to fill out the evaluation form, but I'm going to ask him anyway. I don't know. It, it's a good question, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I asked because I think it came up with another counselor that I had touched base with and they were saying that, yeah, that they weren't having clients ask. And, and you know, there's another counts. I mean, they weren't asking clients to mm -hmm. fill out the evaluation, particularly ones who are not in the community. And I know that that's a barrier for a couple people who have done lots of sessions, but because they don't have the evaluations to sort of document it, um, you know, they're sort of left in this limbo state and then it's difficult for them to want to go back. Um, to well, this guy, luckily for me, he's got like a, one of those photographic memories. So I, I know that he'll be able to remember specifically everything, but, um, I, but it's been my, me, having just feeling funny about asking him and I'll see I'll see myself debating it in my mind after the counseling thing is I'm like why did you give him the link why didn't you ask him why and I mentioned it to him in the beginning but then I never followed through mm -hmm. I, I don't know I guess I think he's going to be judgmental or he's going to say what you're just what are you you're not even real I, I'm, I'm afraid maybe he thinks I'm an illegitimate counselor and he'll somehow sense that out. Oh. I don't know. You know, I guess I just need to bite the bullet this next Wednesday and see what happens. See what, see if, if I can understand my own fears a little bit more. It sounds like a good uh, session to have with another counselor. Look at <laughs> issues. <laughs> started looking at it. I know for me, one of the things that I just immediately would just tell people, and they ask what the cost is, and I would always say, "Well, the cost is you are agreeing to complete this evaluation for me towards mm -hmm. my credit, and then if you'd like to make a love offering." Mm -hmm. it's great too that's a good way to say it so that is how I always started it um so that they knew and then between sessions if someone didn't like complete the evaluation I'd just be like oh our session's coming up I really need for you I really like for you to complete that before we can move on and so just and you know Jennifer had mentioned recently about putting the link in your zoom yeah he's I do him in person Oh. He, he asked me to do it in person. Um, 
So we've got it as COVID safe as possible, but yeah, I don't know. He's just I one like of those the person ones. They're yeah. nice. I mean, he he was really needing it, and you know, and I, um, so I decided to honor that request. I'm not doing that for anyone else, though. Yeah, I really enjoyed the ones at my house. I had a client who used to come, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and I appreciated that. So yeah, it's a little trickier than I just would make sure that either sometimes it worked out. You know, your client preference. I'd send it right before our session so that immediately after or immediately after our session. So then it's like, yeah, and one of my challenges too, is that, um, he, he loves to tell he would, he'd keep talking, like he'd go a couple of hours. And then, so I set an alarm that goes off because I have to run the prayer room that same night and I, it's the next city over. So I have to drive and I, you know, I've got to make sure I have enough time to get here, park, get the computer on, put the link in, get, you know, so that's, so um, oftentimes I'm quite pressed for time at the end. So it would probably have to be something I get there a couple minutes early and talk to him about. I just, I need a strategy for it. But you know, the other thing talking about illegitimacy, the other thing is that here lately, I've seen myself thinking, maybe you need to, um, like I have a degree, I have an English degree and a political science minor, but none of neither one of those matches necessarily with counseling. So I was thinking, uh, well, maybe you could see what if there's something you could add on that would be give you some of those little letters that could go and then you could, you know, and be more or you could take a little certification in whatever this is that Deb does the healing touch or, you know, something. So, so I, I think I do carry a little bit of an illegitimacy saying, you know, because I'll hear myself saying, oh, I'm just a civil servant. I'm a career civil servant. I'm, you know, I'm just kind of making an excuse. I'm an English major. I'm a, I'm a political science. Mind. And it's like, why am I a counselor? You know, so that's, uh, yeah, I think I, I do carry some of it, but I do also see that uh, I'm helping people and um, people want me to come back and they're paying me fairly. This guy writes me hundred dollar check every two weeks so that's pretty nice mm -hmm. that's his donation mm -hmm. and um you know he tells me i'm helpful so and i'm really just using a lot of jennifer's tools you well, know, he sounds, he sounds like he's legitimizing he's legitimizing my illegitimacy yeah <laughs> wow well, how legitimate are you when he's paying you a hundred bucks yeah, right. and he tells you you're helpful well, you know, and I, I don't know, like in the world of spiritual counseling, like how is, how legitimate is that considered if you have no other credentialing for counseling? Not, what is that? As you're like? thinking, I was just thinking, if someone come to me and they said, how, you know, what do you, you'd say, well, since the error is in our conditioned mind, there's nothing that university can help you with. University isn't going to tell you how to undo your conditioned mind and tell you why you need to cope and manage and if you go to a psychologist, you can learn how to cope and manage. But when you come to me, we look at the beliefs behind it and we look at how we're playing into the conditioned mind and we can undo that and we can become aware. We're, we're increasing our awareness. That's our whole whole thing, isn't it? We want to increase our awareness so we can increase our awareness so we can increase our awareness. And I've been with Jennifer four or five years now. I don't even know, three, four or five years, you know, do. So, and I, and I do find that I can easily pull her tools from the workbooks or from what she's led me through year after year after year or 
aspects of the activation session or Course in Miracles things. And then also the idea that, um, that you know, we believe in uh, something that's allowing, that's guiding us with, you know, whatever that is, their guide, your guide, however that works, it's higher than you, that I, I doubt traditional counselors hold that concept. So we step mm -hmm. in with something a little bit different. That's right. And also, my insight is narcissistic abuse rivals anyone's in the psychological field, unless they've actually studied it specifically and gone. But if you haven't had that experience, then you don't understand it. it you can read about it, but you don't understand what it's like for the for pers a person to be intelligent and be conned, and um, right. to beat themselves up and all the. And then what we're doing is unraveling how we came to to be where we are and where we can move on to yeah you're going through a spiritual process of being guided you know what else was helpful to me kelly kelly did uh, i was having a breakdown what was that like two weeks ago or a month ago i don't know exactly it was after we did um deb cluder led a inner child meditation and, and it was just you know we had to look at the picture and i unfortunately picked the worst picture i shouldn't have picked that one and we were supposed to have the child talk to us and the information that I was getting was, I felt horrible. It was just horrible. So I reached out to Kelly and she uh, gave me a session that evening. And I thought that was what was so helpful, Kelly, was you have a knowledge based on being an Australian of some of that, you know, the um, stolen child things that you were talking to me about that, you know, you were saying, well, what you're saying has that same feeling, energetic feeling is this concept that we have here in Australia, the stolen child. And that, you know, so you also have that. You have something that um, whatever, I don't know, I don't know a whole lot about Australia, but that was very insightful. And immediately, you know, there was something in me that identified with that was like, yes, that, you know, it was kind of legitimized the upset and calm, began to calm that down so that I could then listen and hear what, you know, and, and later when I did some journaling, this inner child was telling me I didn't know how to dream. We talked about, you know, what was she trying to say to me? And it was a little confusing. I didn't know she, why she was, she, it seemed like I was being told you're, she was making some kind of a, I go for the weekend over to my boyfriend's house and then I come back. So I'm there like Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and then I come back Monday morning. And he doesn't live far, but he just, it's just more convenient. He's got the better house. He has a child there. So it's just works out a little bit better. But when I, but I kept getting this sort of thing in that from this meditation, this child was trying to show me that these were, this was the same as when I was a child and I had to go every weekend to my father's house and, come, and my brothers got to stay in the family home and I had to be separated out. And I would go, it was very abusive there, not by my father, but by my brothers. And there was, it, she, there, it felt like she was trying to say it was the same thing. And that was, it felt very confusing to me. So Kelly was helping me look at patterns and, um, but in the end, it was just sort of like, I think she was saying, asking me to dream, a, you know, to have more dreams, more like broaden something of how I, the life I would like to live and not, you know, maybe, so I talked to, I talked a little bit about that to said boyfriend but at the same time, you know, I don't know. That was an interesting conversation to have your inner child 
trying to help you have a conversation with your boyfriend. <laughs> but anyway, my point being that I thought you were very helpful for the inner child aspect. <laughs> Thanks. As you said, that power came back on. Yay! We haven't had power for a few hours. And it came on. It just went beep, beep, beep. And I was like, woohoo! That All means right. the dehumidifier can shut everything out and put the dehumidifier back on because it's so... Anyway, yeah, I'm grateful that it was helpful. And, you know, my my thing was you already know the answers and I just needed to guide you through the confusion that you were having about, um, you know, the, the like, I went to my dad's every weekend. I'm going to his every weekend. What does this mean? <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. Yeah. But you weren't ready to hear, I felt, because you just come out of that. So it was going to be told to you. It was going to be relief. You just be trying to unravel it. Yeah, and it may be, again, it may go to worthiness like um, or illegitimacy that sometimes you, you know, I'm not so sure that I haven't led him to believe that I want to be the super independent woman. So, I, you know, I'm having to look at that a little bit, too. Because I think I told him I'd do better on my own. I'm pretty sure I said that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But then we've moved and then we change. And then yeah. we can decide, well, you know what? Yeah, I'd like to choose again. <laughs> right. And I think that's the point of um, asking me to dream. I think it's the same thing as saying choose again. Choose a, choose a little higher vision here. And you're meaning your inner child asked you to dream more. Yes, that was that was finally what I, after some journaling, that was what I took was like, oh, you want me to dream more? And you're not just stuck as a weekend thing going to, you're being forced by the powers that be to go do this. You can dream. So I, you know, so I just finally came to peace with it. And every now and then I think about that, should, can I dream a little more? You know, what? Or I think another, what you just said, choose, choose again, choose more, higher, something could be another. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, nearly time. Is it? I just got my glasses on. I just need yeah. to break them up. Yep, we're about a minute, a couple minutes away here. So for me, my, uh, can I please organize to get some cards? I really want to organize some cards. I've been trying to get a Gmail account. I do have a, an account um, that is kelly.george at me.com. That's an iCloud account. Mm -hmm. And I guess that, that sounds professional because my, my email is girl underscore Tuesday 27. And uh, although it's cute, it's definitely not an adult. Um, girl Tuesday, I was girl because girl Friday, girl Tuesday. It's clever. But when it's got a 27, it sounds weird. But girl Tuesday was gone. So and it's 22 years old. <laughs> Is that what that um, is, your age? It's. I was a girl born on Tuesday the 27th. Oh, I'm a girl oh. born on Tuesday too. Girl Tuesday, there you go. Girl Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. I, was born on the, I was born on the 27th, but it was a Monday. There you go. Look at this. Three degrees of separation, one degree of separation. Um, and what, so that, what I, month? You're, a, you're October, aren't you? Or September. Are you? Ibrin? Who? Dina, you me? No, I'm July, July 27th. You're a Leo. I'm a Leo, yes. What about you, Aunt Arawa? I'm a Sagittarian. Okay, yeah, there you go. Tuesday, 
Tuesday 27. Isn't that funny? Girl Tuesday 20. And we're all girls. <laughs> so what I need, maybe I wasn't clear. Anybody, everybody who wants business cards to send a photo and the text that you would like on your card. Um, our, because we can have plain and I don't want a photo on the back. I'm sorry. I was we told we can have plain, so I don't want a photo on it. I just want purple on the back. Mm, okay. Just like color of uh, color of Dina's shirt. You know, the purple, Jennifer's purple. Um, this is actually black, but it's okay. I, quirky computer. It makes things look purple. That's purple. That's purple. Somebody asked me one time if I had purple hair, which I don't think it looks purple right now. But. Oh, it's brown. It's brown. So you don't want your picture on it. So, uh, okay. Oh, I just want purple on the back, like just because you can. It's more expensive when you print on the, a picture on the back anyway. I just want a plain Power of Love Ministry, normal, normal one like Elizabeth, but I don't want my photo on the back to show everyone that's my photo. It's not really Australian. You don't really stick your photo on it. What's the cost, Arba? So the ministry will do the design, and you, if you have a smaller photo, you could have a little bit of it on the front if you wanted to. You don't have to have it the way that was laid out. But what I need is you to just email me what you'd like in text. I'll put you in touch with the girl who puts does Zyra does our design, our graphic design, and then she'll give you the design and then you go print it. Oh, okay. So it's no cost, but except for us to print. Yes. Oh, okay. great. So just okay. send me an email, say, this is what I'd like, pass it on to her. She'll do her thing and then send you like, oh, do you like this? Do you like that? And, and then it'll yeah. all get worked out and then you can get your cards. Good. Okay, great. Easy for her to do without a photo. Just, just do the front. Yeah. Um, yeah. And okay, the, I got to get this up so I can get you to get it up somewhere. Yeah. So send it. What happens is we'll look at it. Um, you've already looked on the website, obviously. So um, I'll have a look and I'll look what everyone else has written and I'll streamline yeah. it and make it more attractive. Look at the best ones and and then. I don't know about best, but everyone keeps revising. They're all work in progress. So that's the other piece. Just want to get something so you can start. You can all yeah. revise. Yeah. So I really want to. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry Jen. Oh, sorry, Jennifer. Sorry, Arba. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would actually, could, if I, I was wondering, could I, could you please ask Jennifer if you have a meeting? I did, I did run it by Angela a little while ago. Um, the deep, the, the divine experiment. Uh, last year I did it with a few people. I did it with Terence and it was Sal. Like we got together in our own time and I facilitated that because I really understand it very strong, very clearly. And, um, I would really like to do that again. They did it a few weeks ago in class. So I'd really like to, um, facilitate a, div a divine experiment, no, a deep, a deep, no, the divine alarm clock. Sorry, the the thing is still affecting you. Um, the divine alarm clock. Uh, so we can work together, become clear about what our triggers are. 
become clear about, and I don't know whether that would go towards maybe doing facilitation with other people to help them get clarity about the triggers, how we turn them into um, the belief, how we turn them into our spiritual truth and how we turn them into, um, what's that last part, the, how it how it looks, you know, what we experience when we're actually living in our spiritual truth. I know that it's such a powerful thing for me and it links in with the spiritual qualities table. Mm-hmm. Remember the spiritual qualities table mm-hmm. and it helps people really to how to use the spiritual qualities table and I really want to do that and also I want to put my hand up to help people write forgiveness letters. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's very, you know, but I really would like to sit with people for an hour, maybe an hour thing where we do five minutes, they're free write, five, and we and we just take it just just struck just just like a scaffolding like just to say it's safe here hold my hand it's okay you can write a forgiveness letter well why don't you put that out there with dino's 40-day forgiveness challenge that you're available to do as a session a counseling session to walk people through doing a forgiveness letter. I don't think you need permission. It's, it's actually Scott's 40-day. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just have set it up. Yeah. Well, actually, Scott gave the responsibility to you, Dina, because he didn't want the responsibility. He said, no. here, can someone do it for me? And you said, I'll do it. And now it's yours. <laughs> well, no, I, he, he's, I just set the WhatsApp up. He just, he's doing all the guidance. I think it's of the two of you. But, no, I hear what you're saying, Kelly. So, Usually with a session, you can use any tools. I think what's helpful is to structure it as a session. And what you're saying also just reminds me of when you do your freedom posse facilitation, like the divine alarm clock is one of the pieces that you cover with your group and you do it like like you're talking about. But any of the tools that are in there, you can use in the context of creating a session. Yeah, like I might do that. One on ones, people. One on ones will get me the if I do a one on one with this person and a one on one with that, or just two and one, but still it gets me more if I can do one on one. Yes, no, yeah, do it one on one so you can get it as counseling sessions. Oh, I did one with Andrea, so I should ask Andrea to do it because I, I Andrea from Spiritual Counseling. Yeah. I don't know if you know her. She was yes. in the last. Uh huh. I know Andrea. Um, yeah, give her your evaluation and yes, so. Mm-hmm. You see, you already have plenty of ideas of how to engage with clients. You can write those things in your bio. I mean, that's very broad, but you like, I will walk you hand in hand through processes, you know. Um, people want that. Yeah, they do. So. I, I know that if you did, having done Finding Freedom helped a lot because it scaffolded a lot. There was a lot of hand-holding, but when you were going to Masterful Living, there's a lot less hand-holding. Oh, and yeah. if you've done Finding Freedom, you don't know how to really do the, the yourself. Exactly. And I, it is so powerful. I agree. So that is, yeah, that's exactly the root, Finding Freedom to Masterful Living to all these other things for that exact reason, Um I agree, but there are people who come straight in and then they, they they can get stuck or they can have trouble really. It takes time for them to sort of understand how to use the tools. And that's why it's so powerful for the counselors to be part of the Freedom Posses and really help people understand the tools. Not only does that help them, but I found for me, 
it made me go through my journals and really fill them out, right? Because I'm helping lead other people with those tools. And so mm. that was mm. a win-win in terms of mm. making sure your journals are completed as well. Kelly, how do you connect the spiritual um, qualities to forget? Is it forgiveness letters or divine alarm clock? Which, which do you it's connect? I'm going to go ladies. Cause I'm, I'm, just winding down so um okay. well, i'll just have her question. answer that question and then we can pray out oh okay well no you don't have that's fine Arba. i'm just i'm pushing oh. here's your alarm clock mm -hmm. and so you do your triggers you write triggers and then you um what's the corresponding opinion or judgment so each one we go through i believe and we go through our beliefs the false beliefs that we have um and then we turn over on the other side and you've got this um the truth sets you free. So what feeling are you feeling here? Mine are impatient, disappointed, angry, hurt, sad, resentful. And then we go to the, um, we go to the spiritual qualities table. Cross-reference. Okay, I see. Bring it back. Okay. And then you've got all of those. Mm -hmm. And so I will look at what was one of them. Um, maybe. Irritation. Fault finding criticism. Well, let's try that. That's easy. So if someone's critical, self-critical, critical of others, then really they're looking for the beauty, the spiritual quality is beauty, and their practice is appreciation and gratitude. That's if you want to feel that, that's that's what you have to practice. Well, have to, but <laughs> choose to practice. And when you go back to that last one, <clears throat> now if we were to believe the truth, then we can say, I can experience. This feeling, beauty, beauty, um, through, so I can experience peace instead of worry. I can experience beauty instead of criticism, um, and we can look at that active practice by, um, <clears throat> by expressing gratitude, by looking around in my world for things to be gratitude, grateful about, mm -hmm. and look at look at. Okay, I'm believing that. There's the alarm clock. Quick, it's it's beauty I'm looking for. I'm gratitude. That's and have a practice to replace it. Like a what does she call it? Catch, replace, and release. Yes, there's a there's an inquiry too about that. Um, catch, replace, and release. Well, it doesn't say catch. It's replace and it's replace and release. Okay. I don't have my journals, so as soon as I get my journals, I'm reference. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. She does say in it, she says, catch, catch it, replace it, release. Yeah. Kelly, are you okay with me um, before you give your, put up your stuff in the bio, just letting Diane know that we have one that's not on there yet and, and telling her a little bit about what you do? Yeah. We have that's several it. who aren't on there. It's Kelly, as well as all the new people, none of them are on there yet. And none and, of them are on uh, there. So who is it? Uh, Amanda. And Sarah. Yeah, I don't really know anything about those two. So, but I do about you. So I'll just throw some stuff out to her along with you. And if you could add me to the 40 day forgiveness so I can ask people, hey, if you like to go through a forgiveness letter, more structured one on one, get in touch. You're the only price is evaluating my evaluation. Plan. Yeah, I and I had, um, the only cost, in quote, is. The only cost. I'll send cost. you 
the language if you'd like how I used. But and I had um, early on when people were asking for um, some direction before Scott put some stuff on there, with permission from Kirill, he some time ago he had posted how he does forgiveness letters and it was just incredible how he digs in and so I think I don't know if anybody it was pretty deep so I think a couple people liked it but it was too it was too complicated for some. So yeah, I think that'd be great. I will add you and then you can put some stuff on. Mine is basic and repetitive. Say that again? It's basic and repetitive at the beginning. Oh, I thought you were giving me your phone number. Never mind. I, I've got you. I can add you. <laughs> My lady. Please send the drafts of your bios, even no matter where you're at, because it's going to be so much more helpful to have something yes. and get feedback. And then you can revise the re revision process will be super easy. And then we can send it along. Jennifer will bless and it'll go on the website. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Ladies, I'm sorry, I'm fading. So I look forward to hearing from you both. Take care. Do, do right. you pray out? I can pray out. Yeah. Okay. Putting our hands on our heart, we're grateful and thankful for this gathering of spiritual counselors so that we can help each other to see a higher vision of what can be to make connections to, to understand how to let our students know that we're here for them and to be matched and guided in that direction. We're grateful for Arba's assistance and for Jennifer allowing her intuitions and inspirations to flow down to us so that we might pass them on and be helpful to others. We share the benefits with everyone and so it is, amen. Good night, ladies. So glad I sent you that prayer. It was gorgeous. Thank you, Dina. Oh, you. Good night. Good night, ladies. Thank Take you. Care. Thanks, Carla. Bye, Dina.